Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for Friday, May 20th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time for right, eh? So you got that going on. And man, have we got a lot to cover today. Wow. All right, first, let's do the recap of yesterday's show, shall we? We had on uh, Eldon Stahl, field coordinator of the John Birch Society, JBS.org, doing a phenomenal job. We had on Kelly Finnegan. He's a senior chemist, joins us on air. Brian Rust was not with us. He was out taking care of business, but we still did discuss the Honest Money Report, gold and silver pricing, etc. We talked about Walmart earnings plunged 25% in shares. Followed, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a publicly traded company, right? Walmart earnings plunged 25% in shares followed, says New York Times. All right. Now, the interesting thing is they say this happened for the first time in years. Walmart simply did not meet Wall Street profit expectations, and they say it's an ominous signal, a warning for other companies navigating inflationary realities. They also say it was an unexpectedly large drop that Walmart blamed on uh, broadly higher costs, they say, particularly in labor and in fuel. So that's interesting to say the least. Of course, you have greater labor costs. You increased wages. You increased wages because of inflation. People can't make it on the money you paid them, right? Uh, They don't understand. They're backing into the great fiat money lie. That is, it never sustains value. You're always going to be having to raise rates, raise wages, raise expenses, right? I mean, come on. All right, anyway, we also talked about micro truckers he knows are paying over $1,200 just to fill a tank of diesel fuel. And what you don't understand, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to spike, if we're not very, very careful indeed, it's going to spike the inevitable coming recession. And uh, we've got to work on how to prepare for, it, prepare for it, says the Epic Times. And boy, how do they write as rain. And I bring that up because, look, you cannot just continue to have this fake money and print like it's going out of style and have no effect. It will devalue the dollar. Costs will go up. Stagflation, deflation, uh, all these things will start to merge. And, you know, economically, it's very difficult to explain a lot of these terms, right? But it's very simple to understand. It's supply and demand. You have too many dollars in supply, and the demand is less because everybody's got it, Okay. When you want to buy a house, if a house was a dollar, to make the point, everybody would be able to buy a house if everybody had a dollar. But if a house cost a dollar and nobody had a dollar, nobody, then nobody would buy a house, right? Got it. Good. Now, put that in reality check. Most people 
don't have a dollar, but some people might. So some people will buy houses. Most people might be able to put in a dime and then pay the other 90 cents over time and get a dollar and buy a house, right? Well, that reality, that interplay between the two of availability of purchasing power and then what you can purchase with that power is this interchange we're talking about, this exchange. And it's simple when you put it that way. It's easy to understand. The problem is everybody's dime becomes worth less. I have a dime today. Tomorrow it's worth five cents. But the house still costs a dollar. So now I've lost ground, right? Why? Well, because too many people have dimes. So as a result, now my dime only buys five cents or a nickel's worth of goods and services. Uh, the opposite's true, obviously. If everybody has a dime, and or, I mean, if nobody has a dime, then pretty soon my dime becomes worth like 20 cents. Okay, anyway, it's not that simple economically. Don't let the economist say, oh, Sam's an idiot. He, he, he thinks it's that simple. It's not. It's, there's a, an interplay that's a lot more complicated. I understand all that. I get all that. I'm just putting it on the kitchen table for understanding. And I challenge any of them to debate me on this. And Because here's why. You take a dime worth of silver, and that same dime worth of silver in Jesus' time can buy virtually the same amount of goods and services in our day. Now, virtually speaking, there's variables, right? But, but in general, it's about the same. What do I mean by there's variables? Well, there's differences. You know, you can't buy a house today for the same cost you bought a house in Jesus' time because our houses today have all kinds of things, electric heat or gas heat, you know, air conditioning, right, running water, plumbing. It's not the same as building a, a house of the old days where you had to go out to the, what do they call that thing, the privy, and the toilet's outside and everything else, and you just build four walls in a room. Okay, or whatever. We have glass windows. Uh, we have fancy things in our homes, right? And so you can't buy that house. But take a suit or 300 loaves of bread or something fairly simple. Uh, you know what? It can buy virtually the same now as it did then. Now, there's a little bit of interplay to that as well because commodities have ebb and flow in supply and demand and availability and uh, accessibility, etc. too. So that plays. Right. If flowers harder to get because we had a bad wheat winter, then things might be slightly different. But day in and day out, the value holds with constitutional currency. It does not with fake money. That's the highlighted difference and the takeaway that you need to know. It's all about supply and demand. It's all about availability. And it's all about what has real value. Value for value. Intrinsic value. Honest weights and measures is what it's called. And, folks, when you fake that... <laughs> You might be able to deceive some people some of the time, but you can't deceive all the people all the time, and you certainly can't deceive the fundamental principles that undergird value for value. So when the government creates, for, say, two cents a piece of paper, and they tell you it's worth 100 bucks, it starts out with dishonest money. It starts out with a flat-out lie, right? That piece of paper is not worth $100. They printed it for 2 dollars cents. The only real value is the 2 dollars cents. The value of the paper, the value of the ink, the work that went into printing it and whatever, all that makes it what two and a half cents. It's not $100. But not only do they charge us $100 for it on the big lie from the get-go, and they, quote, monetize is what they call it, okay? Um, now you've got this piece of paper, though, that they charge interest on on top of that. So not only um, does it cost to create on the lie, but it also costs the longer it's in existence, the lie. Interest just continues to go while that's in existence. And that's a lie because now you're having interest on dishonesty. What is dishonest compounded interest, huh? <laughs> compounded dishonesty is what it is, right? So that's the reality of money. 
and and I, and I know I digress on this, and you're like, Sam, why you? We've heard a lot of this. Some of you have, some of you haven't. Some of you have heard it, but you don't quite understand it. Maybe this time, uh, by me putting it on the kitchen table, it, it starts to ring true, and under you go, whoa, I get it now, Sam. Finally, you've kind of put it on the uh, in a way that I can understand. That's the hope. Money's not complicated. Money's simple. God's money is simple. Here's how it is. You take a piece of silver, take a dime, a dime of silver, and, and you look at that and you say, hey, what does it take to get? Well, it takes a lot of work to get it out of the ground. It takes a lot of work to refine it and to clean it and to do all that it takes. And then you got to mint it. And then you got to you know, work on guaranteeing the value of it to make sure there's consistency and honesty and integrity in the, the amount of grains of real metal that it contains, etc. right? Okay. And you put that, when you get it all done, it's a dime. Now that represents a real value because it represents a whole lot of work. It represents effort. It, okay, there's no manipulating the number. Now, if I came back and took that dime and told you that dime's worth $3,000, you say, well, Sam, couldn't you just say the number of grains in it relates to $3,000? You could, but you'd be dishonest. You say, well, how do they get the number of grains in a dime? Well, there is some reality check, ladies and gentlemen, about how many grains you put into something and what you call it, right? That, 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 you know, you, that's where Congress, at least in the Constitution, sets the value and the, ma- the weights and the values, etc. Okay, so the point is we set consistencies. That can change. What can't change, though, is the value of the metal. If I get an ounce of silver and its relation to other products, okay, makes sense over time. And you can go look back in the histories of money and find that's true. They can call it something. They can have a different weight and measure of how many grains of real metal versus other metal. Because a lot of these metals that are intrinsic in value, gold and silver, uh, they're so soft that you can't just have them on their own. So you've got to mix other metals with it, other things with it to harden the metal so it's usable, right? So it's portable. And you can't just give somebody a silver dime that's half crushed because it was in your pocket and whatever, right? So... But that's why they measure the number of grains that are in the metal and say, hey, this is the value that we're consistently calling this. That can change. But what it can't do is it be inconsistent from transaction to transaction in your daily life. So if I look at Jesus' time, they might have a coin that has a different number of grains of silver in it than ours did. That doesn't matter. What matters, though, is that we're talking about the same number of grains buys the same number of real metal. In other words, grains of the metal, they call it 99 what pure okay that pure metal that those grains that's what matters and that's what you got to kind of compare anyway i digress i bring it all up though because i think honest money is vital and uh, that's one of the top issues in my mind that unless we fix we'll never have a stable honest moral society you'll always have inflation you'll always have the walmarts declaring big meltdowns and losses you'll always have people struggling to keep up financially because it's a con game and you know what? The only people that win in the con game are the people that create the con, which is, in your case, our case, my case, the government. All right, we also talked about a guy by the name of Carl Cameron. The guy's an absolute idiot. He's the former chief and correspondent at Fox News, by the way. And he basically says, hey, you know what? If you make a, a fake claim or you say something that you shouldn't say, disinformation, you should be thrown in jail. He had an interview with MSN host Nicole Wallace where he said this. And so I'm wondering... Did Carl Cameron just call for the arrest of Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden? They've been lying about all kinds of things, folks. Disinformation everywhere.
on your radio. No evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. There's so much to talk about, as I mentioned, so little time. You say, Sam, why'd you spend so much time on an old issue like gold and silver then? Because I believe it's so critical. Look, if we can't stand for honest money, if we can't stand for pro-life, and if we can't stand for this uh, need for information, so your First Amendment's violated, if you don't have the right to keep and bear arms and your Second Amendment is violated, you're in serious trouble, folks. Right? So I believe there are key issues. And I believe there's other issues. There's a lot of downstream information that matters a whole lot less than what I'm talking about, right? It's really important to understand. There's a lot of information, but most of the information that we discuss on the radio is downstream. In other words, kind of less important, not as critical, not as vital. I don't know what to um, call it, right? But this is serious. There's a lot of stuff to talk about this downstream. And when you really understand the money discussion, when you really understand the pro-life versus pro-death discussion, when you understand the issues relating to your first and your second amendments and stuff like that, it's a different ball game. Because then when we make all these claims or say all these things to you, you understand. Vote fraud's really critical as well. There's a lot of them. But for example, feds now ask for COVID-19 misinformation. Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita 
sends them CDC remarks. Did you hear what I just said? Michael Tennant with the piece. He's with um, The New American, by the way. Feds ask for COVID-19 misinformation. And the Indiana Attorney General sends them CDC statements. That's right. CDC remarks, they're peddling misinformation at the CDC and they got caught. They're claiming things are facts when they don't know. All right. I t- uh, Dr. Ron Paul, or I'm sorry, this is Rand Paul, on the Senate floor just said the biggest threat the U.S. faces is inflation, debt, and disruption of the dollar. I know what he's saying, and I think it's a huge one. I think he's spot on. But I also think there's just as big a threat, like lacking to turn to God or unwillingness to acknowledge God in our lives as a people, uh, an unwillingness to understand his uh, commandments and repent. That's just as important. The pro-life versus pro-death issue is just as important. Understanding the uh, education issues are important. I mean, there's a lot of rich targets, right? But the House, for example, passes $40 billion aid package for the Ukraine. 149 Republicans vote in support of basically war. I mean, they're calling it the war package, right? We also talked about they are here, the email catalog of Hunter laptop information from hell, if they call it, is now here and online and searchable by the average Joe. So you can see this. Naturalnews.com, Mike Adams doing a phenomenal job. There's an audit. Nearly half of Biden's Twitter followers are fake. That's the new American. So if we want to throw people peddling fake news in jail, what about the idea of how many followers Twitter has for Joe Biden? Joe's lying about it. The White House lying about it. The mainstream press lying about it. Twitter lying about it. We're going to throw all those suckers in jail. We sure ought to get it done. How about the fact that Steph Curry's mother had an abortion? Yes, she aborted one child. She almost aborted Steph himself. NBA star would have been, well, never heard of, I guess, right? But God had a plan. And uh, I don't agree with Steph Curry on a lot of stuff, but I'm glad he's alive. I'll tell you that right now. What What a contribution to society in many ways he's made, right? We talked about over a million Italians are fined. For breaking vaccine mandate rules. Chris Tomlinson with that piece. Wow, that's intense, right? Now, Bill Gates, by the way, who is not a doctor or scientist, recommends COVID-19 vaccines every six months. But the problem is poor Bill's completely ignorant and the vaccines are dangerous. Yes, indeed. And we told you the vaccines were dangerous right from the very get-go two years ago, even when they were creating the fast-track plan over the whole year. They were developing these, um, you know, Operation Warp Speed vaccines. They were creating them, and we were telling you, wait a minute, they're, they're setting aside all reality of safety and efficacy and everything. It, you know what? We told you, and they mocked us and said, you're not a doctor, you're not a scientist, you're ignorant, you don't even know. Da, 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 da. And, and then we had this big battle, and they said, you're peddling misinformation. We're going to deplatform you left and right. See how everything starts to tie together now? This big old disinformation campaign. And they told us we were involved in disinformation. Therefore, we need to shut up and sit down and let the real experts take over. And warp speed rolled on, and pretty soon you got the vaccines, and everybody started getting the jab. And we kept saying over and over, uh, man, you know what? This is dangerous. We've got to stop this. Don't do it. Um, and they said, Wow. You're clueless. You're, in fact, you're probably a, a domestic terrorist for saying this. 
we, we ought to consider throwing you guys in jail for that. Well, now the truth starts to set us free. There's a headline in the Epoch Times today. Maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember. Researcher, quote, we made a big mistake on COVID-19 vaccines, reports Dr. Joseph Mercola. All right. Joseph has been telling you this as a doctor, right, for a long time. Now, I find it interesting. I don't even know how to respond to this. Because we told you, the doctor told you, and what do they do to Dr. Mercola? Well, him and thousands of other physicians, they literally said, you are uh, an idiot. Your credentials are questionable. You're, and they literally destroyed their reputations, their lives, their uh, uh, careers, their everything. So now it's me and Dr. Mercola and a bunch of others saying, hey, you know what? We knew the COVID-19 vaccine was a big mistake. When you cut all the corners and bring this to the fast track, you know you're taking serious risks indeed. When you administer this on the average population in a short period of time, you know you're taking serious risks. Anybody with a right risk-reward analysis can tell you that. It isn't you got to be a medical expert, a scientific researcher, a, um, whatever, a chemist. A, you, know, you don't have to be those things. You just say, when you're pulling out all the stops that people put in place to guarantee or improve safety, because you can never guarantee safety, right? But to improve safety, when you pull out all those stops, you're taking a very big risk. This isn't speculation on my part. This is reality. All right? And then, not only that, when we're critical of it, bring up concerns, they say, no, you don't know. But now we have the effort, the, I'm sorry, the fact on this thing. All right, so Joseph Mercola reporting this in Epoch Times, doing a phenomenal job in my opinion, right? All right, now, I don't even know how to articulate all this because there's so much to this, okay? But there's a Canadian immunologist. He's also a vaccine researcher. His name is Byron Bridal, PhD. And it turns out, that he has gained access to Pfizer's biodistribution study from the Japanese regulatory agency. The research now demonstrates a huge problem with all COVID-19 vaccines. The assumption that vaccine researchers have been working with. Now, do you understand what they just said? Not the facts that these researchers have been working with. It's the assumption. Well, there's a joke out there that says, when you assume, you make an A out of you and me, right? Well, that's what we're talking about. The assumption that vaccine developers have been working with is that the mRNA vaccines would primarily remain in and around the vaccination site. But you know what? Pfizer's data shows the mRNA and subsequent spike protein are not locally um, isolated to the injection site. They are widely distributed in the body. 
within hours. So not only are they widely distributed through the body, but it's literally within hours. It's like immediately, right? This is a serious problem, ladies and gentlemen, because they freely admit the spike protein is a toxin shown to cause cardiovascular and neurological damage. Right now, they've known that. The spike protein is what comes with the COVID itself. But when they inject it into you, none of it stays local like they thought it did. It turns out they were wrong. Peer-reviewed case studies prove it. I've got details in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention Director Rochelle Walensky immediately authorized booster shots of the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine for children between the ages of 5 and 11. This age group was the least affected by the virus during the pandemic. New unemployment claims are beginning to climb up again. That's according to new data released by the Labor Department on Thursday. The number of jobless claims rose by 21,000 to 218,000 for the week ending May 14th. In order to save lives, Oklahoma lawmakers on Thursday gave final approval to a bill that would ban nearly all abortions and would allow private citizens to sue anyone who helps a woman terminate a pregnancy. Republican Governor Kevin Stitt on Fox News. I represent 4 million Oklahomans. I don't know how much clearer we can be. Uh, We believe life begins at conception, and we're going to protect life in Oklahoma. USA Radio News. Mike Lindell and MyPillow offering the BOGO extravaganza right now on a whole slew of MyPillow products. Now you can find all sorts of great deals on MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillow, Six Pete's towel sets, Roll and Go Anywhere pillows, much more, all priced, buy one, get one free. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find you some great MyPillow products. They're all available. Oh, by the way, you can also get Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase, but you have to uh, go to MyPillow.com slash USA or call 1-800-951-8175 and make sure you use the promo code, the buy one, get one extravaganza, going on right now at MyPillow.com. President Biden is heading abroad with scheduled trips to South Korea and Japan over the next four days. He will attend the Quad Summit also in Japan. Japan, Australia, India, and the United States meet to strengthen our shared values. Former Assistant Secretary of State Robert Charles on Fox News Friday morning. Everything happening with Russia is unfortunate, but it it is not as significant as what China presents as a threat to the country. So we need to be saying uh, straightforwardly that uh, we are there in that region. We have vital national interests in that region. You know, the Solomon Islands that uh, that China just developed a relationship with, and it looks like might try to militarize. We lost so many soldiers on the Solomon Islands in World War II. Biden ought to be talking about that. He ought to be talking about the fact that we have security interests in, in that region to defend our allies, including Taiwan, and we will be doing that. France, the United States, Belgium, and Germany have reported their first cases of monkeypox. 
Often not fatal, it manifests itself like chickenpox with rashes on hands and face. USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, so the assumption they've been working with is that the mRNA in the vaccines would primarily remain in and around the vaccination site. Pfizer's data now shows that that is not true. The mRNA and subsequent spike proteins are widely distributed in the body. Within hours, the repercussions of this are shocking. So there's a lady by the name of Alex who I don't know. This is Canada uh, where they're speaking about this. But there's an interview that I want to play. I got it on the Epoch Times. Epoch Times. I want to be very clear where it comes from. I I would give Alex the host. I just don't know her. Uh, But anyway, the bottom line is here's the interview. We'll come back and talk about it. Let's bring in Dr. Byron Bridal. He's an associate professor of viral immunology at the University of Guelph. Doctor, you've been very, um, you know, uh, very open um, on this whole issue. And, and, you know, you're not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch. But what do you think about this inflammation in the heart? And and is is it an actual threat? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Alex. Uh, Yeah, as you said, I'm very much pro-vaccine, but uh, always making sure that the science is done properly and that we follow the science carefully before going into... uh, you know, public rollout of vaccines. Um, I, I hope you run. Let me run with this a little bit, Alex. I'll, I'll provide. I, I, I can. I, I, I'll forewarn you and your, your listeners that um, the story I'm about to tell is is a bit of a scary one. Um, this is cutting edge science. Uh, there's a couple of key um, pieces of scientific information that have become privy to just within the past few days that has uh, made the final link. Uh, to, so we understand now, myself and some key co- international collaborators. We understand exactly why these problems are happening and, and many others associated with these vaccines. And the story is a bit of a scary one, so just to brace you for this. But I'm going to walk you through this. The, the science that, that I'm going to be talking about, um, I don't have the time here to describe exactly the scientific data, but let me assure you that everything that I'm stating here, that I'm going to state right now, is completely backed up by peer-reviewed scientific publications in uh, well-known and uh, well-respected scientific journals. I have all of this information uh, in hand. I'm in the process of mildly trying to put it all into uh, a a document that I can hopefully circulate widely. So your listeners are going to be the first to hear the public release of this conclusion. And I can back it up with science. (laughs) So this is what it is. The SARS coronavirus 2 has a spike protein on its surface. That spike protein is what allows it to infect our bodies. That is why we've been using the spike protein in our vaccines. The vaccines we're using get our cells in our body to manufacture that protein. If we can mount an immune response against that protein, in theory, we can prevent this virus from infecting the body. That's the theory behind the vaccine. However, when studying the disease, severe COVID-19, everything that you've just described, heart problems, lots of problems with the cardiovascular system, bleeding and clotting is all associated with severe COVID-19. And looking and, and doing that research, what has been discovered by a scientific community is the spike protein on its own is almost entirely responsible for the damage to the cardiovascular system if it gets into circulation. Indeed, if you inject the, the purified spike protein into the blood of research animals, they get all kinds of damage to the cardiovascular system. It can cross the blood-brain barrier and cause damage to the brain. Now, at first glance, that doesn't seem too concerning because we're injecting these vaccines into the shoulder muscle. The assumption, all up until now, 
has been that these vaccines behave like all of our traditional vaccines, that they don't go anywhere other than the injection site. So they stay in our shoulder. Some of the protein will go to the local draining lymph node in order to activate the immune system. However, th this is where the cutting edge science has come in, this, and this is where it gets scary. Um, through a request for uh, information from the Japanese regulatory agency, myself and several international collaborators have been able to get access to what's called a biodistribution study. It's the first time ever that uh, scientists have been privy to seeing where these messenger RNA vaccines go after vaccination. In other words, is it a safe assumption that it stays in the shoulder muscle? The short answer is absolutely not. It's uh, very disconcerting. The spike protein gets into the blood, circulates through the blood in individuals uh, over several days post-vaccination. It accumulates, once it gets in the blood, it accumulates in a number of tissues such as the spleen, the bone marrow, uh, the liver, the adrenal glands. Uh, one that's of particular concern for me is uh, it accumulates at quite high concentrations in the ovaries. And, um, and then also a publication that was just accepted for uh, a, a scientific paper, just accepted for publication uh, that, that backs this up, looked at 13 uh, young healthcare workers that had received the Moderna vaccine, which is the other messenger RNA-based vaccine we have in Canada. And they, they confirmed this. They found the spike protein in circulation, so in the blood of 11 of those 13 healthcare workers that had received the vaccine. Uh, what this means is, so we have known for a long time that the spike protein is a pathogenic protein. It is a toxin. It can cause damage in our body if it gets into circulation. Now we have clear-cut evidence that the vaccines that make our bodies, or the muscles, or the cells in our, in our deltoid muscles, right, manufacture this protein, the vaccine itself plus the protein gets into blood circulation. When in circulation, the spike protein can bind to the receptors that are on our platelets and the cells that line our blood vessels. When that happens, it can do one of two things. It can either cause platelets to clump, and that can lead to clotting. That's exactly why we've been seeing clotting disorders associated with these vaccines. It can also lead to bleeding. And of course, the heart's involved. It's part, a key part of the cardiovascular mm -hmm. system. That's why we're seeing heart problems. The protein, it can also cross the blood-brain barrier and cause neurological damage. That's why also in the fatal cases of blood clots, many times it's seen in the brain. And uh, also of concern is um, there's also evidence of a, of a study. This has not yet been accepted for publication yet, this one. They were trying to show that the antibodies from the vaccine get transferred through breast milk. And the idea was this may be a good thing because it prefer, would confer some passive protection to babies. However, what they found inadvertently was that the, the uh, vaccines, the messenger RNA vaccines, actually get transferred through the breast milk. It was delivering the vaccine vector itself uh, into infants that are breastfeeding. Also, with this, now we know the spike protein gets into circulation. Any proteins in the blood will get concentrated in breast milk. Looking into the adverse event database in the United States, we have found evidence of suckling infants experiencing bleeding disorders in the gastrointestinal tract. So, okay, let me pause you there because I've only got about 45 seconds left. I mean, the bottom sure, line, this sure. will scare a lot of people. I'll, I'll this will freak this a lot of people out. This is this yeah. message, yes. Yeah. So, so this has implications for blood donation. Right now, Canadian Blood, mm -hmm. Canadian blood Services is saying people that who have been vaccinated can donate. We don't want transfer of these uh, pathogenic spike proteins to fragile patients who are being tra transfused with that blood. This has implications for uh, infants that are suckling. And this, 
this has serious implications for people for whom SARS coronavirus 2 is not a high risk pathogen and that includes all of our children. In short, the conclusion is we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it until now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and was a pathogenic protein. So by vaccinating people, we are inadvertently inoculating them with a toxin. In some people, this gets into circulation. And when that happens in some people, it can cause damage, especially to the cardiovascular system. And I have many other, I don't have time, but many mm -hmm. other legitimate questions about the long-term safety, therefore, of this vaccine. Right. For example, with it accumulating in the ovaries, one of my questions is, will we be rendering young people infertile? Some Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we told you that the vaccines could make you infertile, and they laughed at us and mocked at us and said, you're crazy, you don't have any clue what you're talking about. We said it could cross the blood-brain barrier, and they mocked us again. We said this, said this, said this, till we're blue in the face, and they deplatformed us for disinformation. Now you've got a hardcore pro-vaccination guy, Right? This is serious indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. All right, now, you say, what are you talking about, Sam? Let me give you the summary in English. They thought that the mRNA vaccine they would shoot us up with would stay in the shoulder. They lied. It goes through the whole body and literally gets in the bloodstream and crosses the blood-brain barrier and also crosses the barrier through nursing milk between baby and or between mother and baby. The spike protein also has reproductive toxins. Um, the biodistribution data from the uh, uh, data shows it accumulates in women's ovaries and in breast milk. All right. It enters your bloodstream and accumulates in a variety of organs, ladies and gentlemen, primarily your spleen, your bone marrow, your liver, adrenal glands, and in women, your ovaries. It also goes to the heart, brain, and lungs. And as it goes through the body, it can affect breast milk, and it can affect the blood, brain, brain. It goes everywhere. Once it's in your blood circulation, ladies and gentlemen, the spike protein binds to plate receptors in the cells that line your blood vessels. In other words, what you get, ladies and gentlemen, let me be very clear. In other words, what you get with this thing is this thing coats with this spike protein every single thing in your body and the spike protein is the bioweapon when we get back from the break i'm going to tell you when you get this stuff in your bloodstream your blood circulation i'll tell you what it can do we'll do it in seconds this is liberty roundtable live Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to Dada. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. 
Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, my fellow Americans, we're talking about this incredible situation. Researcher, we made a big mistake on COVID vaccines. Dr. Joseph McCullough breaking it down, relating to an interview that took place between a lady in Canada named Alex and this doctor. Um, the assumption that vaccine developers have had is, hey, you know what? The mRNA or the spike protein just stays in the shoulder. Don't worry about it. That's not true. New data shows the spike protein literally goes everywhere in your body, including crossing the blood-brain barrier. Uh, it also has reproductive toxicity in the ovaries of women in literally every cell of your body, codes the lining. All right, The mRNA enters your bloodstream, the spike protein, and it really goes into all your organs. Once it's in your blood circulation, ladies and gentlemen, the spike protein binds to platelet receptors. You say, what does that mean? Well, that's the cells that line your blood vessels. In other words, it coats your whole body. And once that happens, it can cause pl um, platelets to clump together. <clears throat> that's meant to stop bleeding. And well, when that clumps together, you get blood clots. That's why people are getting blood clots, because we've literally injected them with a toxin, with a bioweapon, a spike protein that literally causes every organ in your body to be negatively affected. So that's why people are getting blood clots. It can cause abnormal bleeding. That's why that's happening. In your heart, it can cause heart, cause heart problems. In your brain, it can cause neurological damage. Yeah, they say, importantly, people who have been injected with the experimental vaccines should not be giving blood. Why? The vaccine and the spike Protein, the bioweapon, if you will, are both transferred. And in vital patients receiving the blood, the results could be lethal. Breastfeeding women also need to know that both the vaccine and the spike protein are being expelled in breast milk, and this could be legal. I, I'm sorry, let me say this over. Breastfeeding and women also need to know that it can... The spike protein are being expelled in the breast milk, and it can be lethal to your baby. You're not just transferring antibodies. You're transmitting the vaccine itself, including 
the spike protein. Do you understand? The spike protein and blood clotting are serious indeed. Wow. Inflammation in your vascular system is tied to this as well. There are many different types of vasculitis, ladies and gentlemen. And they go to all these diseases I can't even say. But everything, all these different diseases that it can cause have two things in common. One, your body seems to attack the lining of your blood vessels. Therefore causing inflammation. Because the inflammation in the blood vessels happen, your body starts to attack itself, creating a sciatic storm. Blood clots are a common result and can occur either because the platelets clump together in response to vessel wall damage or because your immune system, your anti-clotting in your body has been compromised. Anyway, it just goes on and on. But listen, it affects every part of your body. Okay, this significantly increases your risk of death. If you damage the lining of the blood vessel walls, blood clots are far more likely to form because the immune system goes into over-attack mode. That's the sciatic storm I'm talking about. Okay, they also say that the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein can damage mitochondrial functions. Do you know what that does? You know how that works? When the spike protein interacts with the ACE2 receptor, receptor, it can disrupt mitochondria signaling. Anyway, bottom line is what happens is this protein, this spike protein, this bioweapon, literally disrupts all the messaging that takes place around your body. Nerves, mitochondrial signaling, and so on. All right? This big inflammatory issue in the body is the key because most problems in your health relates to out-of-control inflation. Uh, out-of-control inflammation, okay? Mitochondria are produced um, crucial for immunity, okay? You almost don't, want, don't know where to go with this research. Why didn't they do this research or be patient and find this out? Had they done the normal protocols, we would have. Well, Sam, because everybody was dying from the COVID, we had no choice. Lies. That isn't true. 99% of the people got through it okay. But we're talking about pro-inflammatory effects. I don't even know how to respond to all this. The virus impact on mitochondria helps explain why COVID-19 is so much deadlier for older people as well. All of these risk factors have something in common. They're all associated with mitochondrial dysfunction. The spike protein, ladies and gentlemen, is a bioweapon. There you have it. Okay, look. This synthetic 
mRNA or spike protein, okay? The spike protein that your body produces because of the vaccine is far worse because the synthetic mRNA in the vaccine has been programmed to instruct your cells to produce an unnatural, genetically modified and engineered spike protein. All right, there you have it. Where do we go with this? What do we do now? Right? I don't know how to respond. In short, when you get the COVID-19 vaccine, you are being injected with an agent that instructs your body to produce the bioweapon in your own cells. This is about as diabolical as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know where to go. It's We thought it was bad. We told you that it was bad for the last several years. I mentioned that. But you know what? It's now worse than we even thought. It is being proven to be a bioweapon. Now, the only question left is, let me let me be very clear. Let me explain this uh, the best way I know how. It's bad enough that it's a bioweapon, the spike protein. It's absolutely injecting a toxin into your body. Okay? It's horrific. They couldn't have found... Without just killing people right on the spot, they almost couldn't have even found a worse bioweapon, a worse spike protein, okay? The only debate left is, did they know? So this doctor in this interview claims they didn't know, and they're so sorry, and now they do know. And I commend this doctor for coming out and speaking out boldly about what he knows. I believe he was an ignorant, but an honest man, right? I believe that he knew. I'm sorry. I I believe that he didn't know. Okay. I believe that this doctor didn't know. And why do I believe that? Because the second he really discovered this, he's saying, look, I'm a pro-vaccine guy, but this is absolutely shocking and scary. And he comes true, transparent, open with the information. And then basically headline says, you know what? We We made a big mistake. Now, If we own up to the mistake, if we're honest and candid and tell the truth, then you know what? I have some respect there. I'm not saying next time don't double down so fast, right? What's done's done. You can't change the past. But here's the point. Besides a few now whistleblowers who finally we've gotten to their consciences to say, hey, this has gone too far and they have morals. Will the World Health Organization, will the CDC, Will Donald Trump, will Joe Biden, will Anthony Fauci, will all the downstream researchers that were attacking all of us uh, and attacking any doctors or any medical professionals or any chemists or anything else who said this was dangerous, will they um, apologize to us and or at least admit we were right? Or will they cover the evidence, double down, and still claim we're wrong? Or will they claim we just have some political agenda or claim something else to get them off the hook for this, right? What will they do? 
And I bring that up because that will tell me if they didn't know. Because if they really didn't know, and they're really honest people, moral, good, well-intending people just got swept up in the panic, then they'll come clean and say, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry. And the truth will come out completely, not just in news sources such as Liberty Roundtable and others. The news will come out completely. The mainstream press will recant and jump. Okay. But if they don't do that, I will not believe that it was accidental or that they did not know. I will believe that it was intentional and they did know. But again, when this doctor comes out and says he didn't know, but he's coming clean, then I think he's probably telling the truth. But the rest of them, the mainstream, the Fauci's of the world, the, the WHO, the CDC, the, who's perpetuated this crime on humanity, um, I don't, if they don't come clean, I will believe they did know. Because they're still perpetuating, telling, excusing the lie. They're still promoting disinformation. And it turns out that our information is correct on so many fronts. Did I get it perfect? No, I'm not a medical professional. But why? how would I know? How would I have so much knowledge and they would not? Because they believe in the arm of flesh. I believe in God. They believe that whatever they do is right and good and honorable and that they know that they're, you know, I don't. And if you look at the history of vaccines, they have a sordid past. Very, very, very few vaccines have any value at all, if any. And it's always a risk-reward analysis. You know, if you're in a mosquito-infested place in third-world countries where there's no medical services or sanitary conditions, you know, you may want to consider a vaccine because, you know what, you're just hedging your bets. But when you're in a clean country like America where there's serious, serious sanitary uh, capabilities. We're in a first-world country where the risk-reward analysis is really, really, really low. They have no business vaccinating a whole population. None whatsoever, and they know it. But big money and dishonesty and believing their gods literally is at the helm of most of this, right? Anyway, hour one in the can. I'm telling you right now, this is a barn burner, blockbuster story. Thank you for Joseph Mercola. Thank you for the other doctor, uh, this Brian gentleman speaking out. Thank you for the research in Japan and other places telling the truth. Uh, let's share the truth here. And thanks for the Epoch Times or EpochTimes.com for being first on this story. And we're glad to carry it and bring it all to you. Compliments of Liberty Roundtable Live. Look, it crosses the blood-brain barrier. It does not stay localized. This mRNA, this spike protein synthetically manufactured by the vaccine is absolutely destroying everybody's bodies and everybody's organs. And we warned you so. Heaven help us. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that was refused to use, no doubt, start continues now. This is the broadcast for May 20th in the year of our Lord, 2022. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time, Friday. Our goal to promote God, family, and country, to protect life, liberty, and property, and to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. 
We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. That is one of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Great news. The good doctor's in the house. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you very much. Um, Let's see. It's another Friday. Are you kidding me? What's happening to this year? I mean, it's like uh, it's slipping through our fingers, and there's so much that's going on. I I, I listened to your little news segment. I don't want to get sidetracked from your program today at all, but holy cow, there is not a single shred of evidence that anybody that currently holds office has any desire to uphold their constitution. And uh, every With rare exceptions, I think you're spot on. They're, they're very rare. They're so rare, you could probably almost number them on one hand. And I know you know there's 11 Republicans that voted in the Senate against this $40 million thing. We don't want to get distracted here. But let me just say that most of them are out to lunch, too, most of the time. You know, if you're 70 percent or 75 percenter on the Constitution, you're you're unfaithful a quarter of the time. Ask your spouse how that'll work. One week a month, you're going to be unfaithful. Uh, that's a quarter of the time. If you're a 90 percenter, you're going to be faith- unfaithful three days a month. I am absolutely astounded at the absolute buffoons that are running this nation right now. Again, I... Uh, you shouldn't play me your your uh, news segment before. Let's go on with your subject. But Sam, I'm here to tell you, we need we need a <laughs> you house know realize clean. realize the mainstream press is at the top and the bottom of every hour, and understand yeah. that we literally do our very best to put on the best news we can find. And people have been very critical of us for having it on at all. And they say, Sam, why do you play this pro- propaganda news? Well, we have Salem News at the top of the hour, which is a very, you know, Christian organization to a great degree. We have USA Radio News at the bottom, which has Christian origins and is Christian as well. So we picked two of the best Christian news services that we can find. Now, understand that we need news 24-7 for the network. You can't just have news once in a while. And you can't have news that's not updated consistently 24-7, or at least they're close to. I realize overnight they recycle some broadcasts and play some things that you may not heard during the day. But for the most part, it's fresh, updated, 24-7 news, top and bottom. We have, we could just use one Salem News at the top and bottom. We could just use USA at the top or the bottom. The reason we use USA and Salem together like we do is because then you get even more stories, more coverage, different kind of viewpoints slightly, etc. Now you say, why have those viewpoints at all, Sam? Well, because... If we don't have relevant late-breaking topics, let's just say on the weekend, um, then you know what? People aren't even listening. They're going to where a late-breaking story is. They just leave. The other reason is we've got to keep an eye a little bit on the enemy uh, and what the enemy is doing. Now, I don't consider Salem and USA enemies, but they do report on a lot of the enemy's efforts, which we don't, you know, we report on a lot of different things. Our focus is a lot different. So we don't report the stories just kind of as they are in the news. We got to do that, though, or else when you discuss things, it's hard to even be relevant to society. If I don't know anything going on in the NBA, if I have nothing, no knowledge about anything that the world's doing whatsoever, because I go into my own vacuum, I have a problem just even being normal and communicating in society with people. You know, someone's like, hey, did you see the Johnny Depp story? And I'm like, who the heck is Johnny Depp? What story? Well, so 
I, I don't want to spend a lot, a lot of, of time on that news, but I do no. want to at least keep an eye on that to some degree. Now, let me talk about Salem and, and USA. I know the USA people who run it and own it personally. It started with Marlon Maddox, a very um, Christian, hard-hitting talker who used to do a show called Point of View. Great show. Uh, and Marlon Maddox was a little bit of an anti-Mormon or against the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we tried to work with him to educate him the truth about that. But he did a lot of good and brought a lot of news forward. And it was one of the most conservative news agencies. Well, Salem, on one hand, we say, well, you know, hey, Tucker Carlson's better. He does the Daily Caller. He does Fox. Now we're finding out Salem is the only group, at least large media group, if you will, that's willing to back this Dinesh D'Souza 2000 Mules film highlighting, uh, you know, what, what went on with some of the elections. It's not the whole story, but it's a significant piece of the story um, that proves there is vote fraud to a great degree. There's a lot of evidence there. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't prove the election would have been turned, overturned, but it proves criminal activity that we need to follow up on and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. I digress except to say the Salem people were skeptical and said, no, nah, we don't believe it. Until Dinesh showed them the information, and then they changed their mind and said, whoa, we do believe it. We do believe it's true. Uh, and so then they were willing to back the movie, and you can buy the movie at SalemNow.com. And you can say, well, Sam, it's a big propaganda thing. They're making a lot of money. My response is, look, this is America, not China. What is wrong if you make a movie and you try to make money? If you're a filmmaker, your goal is to make money. He can either make money on porn films or true documentary films. Now, I know that's an extreme, but I'm making the point. You know, what is a good, capable um, storyteller, movie maker, spend his time on? And a guy like Dinesh could spend his time on a lot of topics that are not important. But he chooses to spend his time on important topics. Now, we don't complain that the CEO next door is rich or that he makes money on his products. Why are we complaining here? Because they love to attack the messenger. Um, I, I bring all this up for the purpose of saying Salem is the only one that has been willing to back this. So Salem is a lot better media service than most people have given them credit for. They're far from perfect. But, and so we have news at the top and the bottom of the hour for those reasons. The other biggest reason, in addition to all those that I've given you, is there's got to be time between shows. Okay? If I have a guest on and I get done, I've got to have a little bit of time to then let go of that guest and thank them and be polite and appropriate. People sometimes need to use the restroom or whatever. We need time to get Dr. Scott Bradley queued up and make sure that his microphone's working and that he's ready to go. Okay? If we don't have any news services, what, what do we do? Just run commercials over and over and over and over? Same old commercials or whatever. And so we put news on because we're saying, hey, while well, I go to the restroom really quick, while Cameron gets, that's the producer, by the way, gets Scott on and tests everybody and make sure they're good, and Sam gets a chance to say hi to the guest and confirm the topic that we're uh, talking about so no one's shocked or, you know, we need a little time. Well, what better to do than keep an eye on the mainstream press and what they're doing in the meantime? So I think it makes great sense. I think it produces that it's the difference between a real radio network that's got real content versus a lot of those who don't. Uh, anyway, I digress, and I know that wasn't our topic today, but I really wanted to highlight the reason that we even have it and the reasons we use it. If somebody, and this is the other challenge that I throw out to my listeners, whenever they criticize this, you show me a better solution, and I'm ready to talk about it, doctor. Well, you know, I, uh, I it's good probably to have that explanation for your listeners, and I'm well aware of, of the uh, conundrum that you face on this particular issue. I would say uh, that I, I have so many news sources that I go to to keep up on current events. And certainly, I mean, on, you'd say on the off-the-chart leftist 
communist perspective of, of uh, CNN and uh, Yahoo and and some of those things, and and rare indeed is a solid substantive news source. I go all over the world and look at different news sources, and uh, I would say that when I teach, I, let's for example, let's take I teach Marxism, not with the point of trying to encourage or facilitate it, but to do a compare and contrast. I I teach Marxism versus the Americanist philosophies, and I compare and contrast. So so that the students can say, oh, yeah, I, I heard about that, from each according to his ability, to each according to his needs. No, that's not in the Constitution. That's in, in Marx's writings. Or the idea of Darwinism versus creation. The idea of, uh, of Keynesianism versus the sound economic principles the Founding Fathers promoted. All of those kind of things, I do a compare and contrast when I teach. And so I think it's a <laughs> your philosophy is appropriate. And if you hear something at the top of the hour news, for example, you're likely to hear the mainstream kind of take on it. Then you're likely to jump on Liberty Roundtable Live and get our contrast narrative to say, look, this is bogus and here's why. Or this is the reality and here's why. And some people say, why are you just promoting that contradictory stuff? Why don't you just stick with your message, Sam? Because it's not contradictory in the sense that uh, it's, it's compare and contrast. It's contradictory information. But it's not a contradictory discussion, if that makes sense. So, for example, they would say, well, have you read about the Amber Heard and, and um, you know, Johnny Depp story? And, man, you know, we thought Donny, or Johnny was the abuser. And now it's like Amber's, she's a, a bitty. She's the problem. And, and my response is, ladies and gentlemen, marriage matters. You cannot just get married and treat your marriage vows, marriage vows um, lightly. God ordained marriage. And now we're talking about their topic, but we're not talking about the same thing at all, Doctor. Well, and, and in fact, there's a great analogy that may be made with what you just talked about, marriage vows. I am, and I, I use it often. When you got married, you, you took an oath. You took a covenant. You made a covenant with that person. Hopefully God was involved in that. Well... Every single person, if you read Article 6 of the Constitution, holds an office, must take an oath to uphold the Constitution. And it's just as sacred because God is involved in that. We cannot forget that. And those yo-yos that we have in office need to be removed. They're no longer keeping their fidelity. Roger that. No doubt about it. Dr. Scott Bradley in the house. FreedomsRisingSun.com, his website. To preserve the nation is lifelong goal and collegiate series to match. More in seconds, you are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. The 
TheEpicTimes.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Dr. Scott with me, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to highlight one more point on this. I I know we're digressing to this topic, and I'm sorry, but I want to highlight the commercials in the news that we get to at the top of the bottom of the hour. We don't control those commercials. They just come with the news, and we get the news for free, and we use what's called a barter system. We get the news for free, but we have to play their commercials. And then they come back and say, because we have all these increased, you know, delivery points, uh, then they have, you know, the ability to sell commercials and, and make more money because of our distribution. So it's distribution for play that allows us to get the news for free. I, I bring that up because people criticize the commercials on there sometimes and say, Sam, what the heck? Well, my response is I did not create them and I have to, I have to, you know, pay the freight to keep those news services uh, on the air. The other thing that I will give you is that think about the news or the commercials that you just heard. Okay, you heard one from Rand Paul that's a pro-life commercial. I painstakingly found all those sound bites from Rand Paul and put together my own commercial to, to promote pro-life. So that's a work of Sam Bushman in an effort to run that for free on my network in an effort to spread the word, tell the tale, share the love of the pro-life message, which is vital. Then the Constitution commercial, friends of ours that are trying to flood the earth with the Constitution to help people understand what our supreme law is. And then I can't remember what the other commercial was, but it was like-minded. It, um, You know, we've, we've got all these commercials, <clears throat> and our commercials are true blue to our message. We don't, we don't take commercials, even for money, that are uh, in, incongruent. Uh, with our belief systems. So uh, it really helps people understand what we do and why we do it. And we do the best we can. Now, people say, well, Sam, why don't you just start your own news service? You know, that'd be a good idea. Just jettison them and do your own. You know what? We tried that. We actually got a funder, myself and Joel Skousen. We had, in my opinion, one of the best reporters the world has ever known. Will Gregg was our chief correspondent, um, chief newsman. And he did a wonderful job. And our news was killer good. And we are going to expand it and get other newsmakers in, involved and grow it. But then um, Will passed away. 
and that really made it difficult for us. And then our funder decided, I just can't continue it. So now what do you do? You know, if a million Americans would give us a dollar a day, we could start a news service tomorrow that would be 24-7, and we could jettison all of this. But without it, I don't know what better to do. I'm just doing the best we can with what we've got. Uh, And, you know, um, we're doing the best to not rely on Google and not rely on YouTube and all the people that will shut us down. We're doing our best to bring you the best news and information we can. We're doing our best to show you the comparison and contrast, as the good doctor wisely points out. Uh, We're doing our very best to educate the best we can. And any deficiencies, deficiencies we have, we would simply apologize and say, help us make it better, Dr. Bradley. Well, in, indeed, and, and I think that, you know, it may seem like a lot of time spent on this, but it sounds to me like a lot of your listeners have, have trashed, scratched their head a little bit over some of the things and said this is, seems almost contradictory or inconsistent with what Sam and his, his uh, uh, network stand for. It's nice to have that explanation. And, and I would say that absolutely there's, there are rare, it's a rare, rare occasion where you have a soundly founded media source, and Sam's trying to provide that, but it's a rare occasion when we get a politician, uh, a uh, office holder, that stands with principle. Extremely rare, and I, I, I can't express my disdain, my disgust, my despair. There's a lot of D's. That's alliteration. At any rate, uh, <laughs> the. Uh, about their dereliction of duty, just to add a couple Okay, more. okay, all of that. Keep throwing them in, man, but I'm telling you. <laughs> the American philosophy, the Americanist principles have been absolutely jettisoned by the virtual, uh, it's a lockout at the highest levels. I mean, you th- talk about Sleepy Joe at the, in the executive branch, but it doesn't begin or end with him. Virtually everybody that holds office has just completely abandoned they do not i i would be shocked if most of them have read the constitution have read george washington's farewell address have read the federalist papers have have read the inaugural addresses of the american founding fathers have have read the uh, uh, view of the constitution of the united states by saint george tucker i would say that there's such a dearth of understanding many of them have been immersed through their educational system in the Marxist philosophies and humanist philosophies that are the antithesis of the Americanist dream that was set forth, I believe, under the inspiration of God as this nation started out. And we are currently, we are currently, I think, in a a kind of a post-Americanist kind of uh, philosophy that if we don't do something soon to begin to restore it. I look at some of the, uh, uh, well, Idaho, for example, just recently had a... uh, uh, primary election. Holy cow. Some of the yo-yos that got uh, overwhelmingly swept back into power. I know it's just a primary election, but you know if they have an R behind their name, they're going to get elected. And and you look and you say, my gracious sakes alive. The depth and breadth of understanding in this nation that's needful to be able to preserve everything we hold dear is absolutely infinitely small. And uh, I, I just, I weep, literally, at how we have abandoned uh, these great and noble and wonderful principles because we think that we're getting uh, something that we're not because they have an R behind their name, for example. There's some R's. They're pretty sound. Not many, but some. And, um, and I, I guess I'm just a little bit shocked 
you know, the, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And uh, we have not been vigilant. We have been absolutely willing to give away the most sacred gifts that God has ever given us. And we're going to lose the other sacred gifts we have, you know, whether it's uh, the privilege of worshiping or of, of keeping and bearing arms or having our uh, privacy and, and our ability to not be uh, subjecting ourselves through uh, the idea of self-incrimination, the jury system, habeas corpus. I mean, habeas corpus was suspended in the United States for two years when they locked us down. No, you know, hearing, no, uh, none of this review by the courts. Go home and lock yourselves in your bedroom for crying out loud. And the no checks and balances. Nothing. Everything's been set aside. You can pick any subject, Sam, and it's almost a dead letter in the world today. It's sad. It's more than sad. It's tragic. It's a travesty. Yes, it is. And we, and we report on it the best we can. And the other difference in our reporting that I want to point out as well is we provide solutions. See, in the mainstream press, even the conservative news that I've talked about, there's not solutions. In most talk shows, and I don't want to name names of hosts, but 90% of the talk shows rail on the problems, and when you get done, you're depressed. When you get done, you just go, holy Hannah, what, holy heck, what do I do? You just feel depressed and discouraged and despondent and detached and social distance, and, and we can go on and on. When you leave this program, we hope to leave you with ideas, solutions. And I know we talk about God, family, and country all the time, uh, but I believe those are the answers to the problems that we face. You're not going to solve the problem in Washington, D.C. You're not going to solve the problem because somebody creates a 912 organization. You're not going to solve the problem because somebody writes a new book. You're not going to solve the problem because somebody jumps on a talk show tomorrow and, and talks and, and is very eloquent. You're going to solve it by obeying fundamental, eternal, true principles. When you obey fundamental, true, eternal principles, God opens up the heavens and pours blessings down upon us, the author of our liberty, the grantor of our lives. Okay, And when we don't do those things, God doesn't open up the heavens and pour down blessings. In fact, the opposite happens. Eternal law forces consequences that we don't like or want. Okay, this fundamental truth of agency and the results that come from agency, you have your choices, but you don't have the, uh, the control over the uh, consequences, the results of those choices, right? So we need to teach these principles, and there is no other solution or answer on the planet. I could build a new mousetrap. I can patent it. I can give you new health food. I can do things to improve your life. I can give you a pep talk. I can be a life coach. I can, you know, be a positive um motivational speaker i can and those things are great okay i'm not saying those things aren't good it's better spending my time with those things than other things but folks it is not the quintessential solution you got it the quintessential solutions this the elephant in the room needs to be hey you keep god's laws and you're blessed the family is the fundamental unit of society it's a god-ordained family with a male and a female okay a husband and a wife, a mother and a father, all those words matter. A male and a female, a husband and a wife, and a mother mother and a father. Those words denote the God-ordained family. And I'm telling you that you will not, if you don't have God as your anchor, as a look to your creator, your author of liberty, and you don't look to those family connections, you will have nothing in society. Society cannot exist without God, family. 
There is no country, folks. I know you might not believe that. I know you, you've been you know, indoctrinated to believe so many other things. But when we get back, I want the doctor to sound off on that. And then I want to update the doctor on this researcher uh, saying that, hey, you know what? We made a mistake. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up uh, as well. Can we do it in two segments? We'll sure try. Dr. Bradley in seconds. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A monkeypox outbreak in several European countries and one United States state may become the largest outbreak of the virus outside of Africa, but it's not likely to cause a global pandemic like COVID. The CDC has confirmed at least one case in the United States. It's related to smallpox. President Biden is traveling to South Korea and Japan, a visit seen crucial as efforts to bolster regional cooperation and to counter China. With more on the Quad Summit taking place in Japan on the 24th, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Prime Minister of Japan, the Prime Minister of India, and the Prime Minister of Australia. And we believe that this summit will demonstrate, both in substance and in vision, that democracies can deliver and that these four nations working together will defend and uphold the principles of a free and open Indo-Pacific. TGIF, my friend. We are USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver walking liberty half dollars at the amazing low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right, $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800-630-1490. That's 800-630-1490. Silver walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800-630-1490. 800-630-1490. 1490. After sanctions failed to stop Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the refugee fallout is something not seen in Europe since World War II. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more. The United Nations says most of the 6 million Ukrainian refugees fleeing the Russian invasion are women and children. Florida Republican Congressman Michael Walls tells Fox News that he is concerned Ukrainian refugees could be vulnerable to human trafficking. They take their passport, they take their work papers, they have nowhere to go, and then suddenly they're caught in a labor trafficking ring with nowhere to go. He says he is part of a group establishing a bipartisan effort to combat human trafficking of Ukrainian refugees. The U.N. Refugee Agency saying they are monitoring the situation and looking for ways to create safer systems for Ukrainians. Today is National Pizza Day, and for those of us with a big heart, it's also National Rescue Dog Day. We are USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley with me. So the truisms that I'm highlighting, the solutions that we're promoting, and the gold standard of the fundamental 
principles behind what we're saying cannot be overlooked, doctor. Here's, here's the deal. We get our hearts turned in the right direction. And I truly believe, it, it's historically been the case anyway, let's say we have a bunch of evidence to that effect, that the blessings of God begin to return. Now sometimes, if we've been rebellious, proud, even willfully ignorant and, and willfully um, belligerently against God's plan, he's maybe a little slower to answer. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, 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 oh I, I'm coming back. You beat me enough. I'm coming back. No, sometimes it takes a while. And uh, so I, I don't know where we are in that curve right now. Uh, God is a loving God, but consequences are things that we cannot avoid. I mean, you if you get some diseases, it's because of behavior. I mean, it's a fact. And and we have elections. There are consequences of elections. And I'll use something. That, I mean, I can't believe how often I get smothered. I mean, a smothered's a big term. But I, but I do get a lot of contacts with people that are saying, we've got to dump Mitt Romney. You know, we're from Utah. We have uh, a senator. There are people that contact me from outside the state that are wondering what the heck Utah did when it elected Mitt Romney. And, I mean, we have people right now that are running that would be Mitt Romney clones that are running uh, as Republicans in Utah that are on their on the ballot in the primary. But but the point of the matter is Utah elected Mitt Romney. And and it's a six-year term, folks. People say, oh, we got to recall him. No, we don't have recall. They had that in the Articles of Confederation, and they, the American Founding Fathers found out the recall was a bad principle that did not work, and we could cover that at great length. And, and a simple statement on that, the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, is that too, it, 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 it sways things too much to a democracy, too much to the masses whipped up in hysteria, mob mentality democracy. That's the summary, doctor. Well, it is, but it's also very disruptive. And, and what the, uh, I mean, you can't go forward with business. And it also is not a principles based with the way, for example, the Senate is supposed to be established with, with uh, sound uh, statesmen-like individuals there and so on. All, there's a whole bunch of things. R.R. Livingston gave a magnificent review of that in the, uh, it's, it's found in Eliot's debates if anybody ever wants to talk, or I can talk about it sometime if you want. We don't have term limits. That was in the original Articles of Confederation because term limits were found to be destructive of the things that needed to be built. Who would term limit out James Madison, for example? Bad idea. But people that want to change the Constitution, most of them want to go back to those things. Anyway, getting back to Mitt Romney and recall. People say, we've got to get rid of him. I say, no, what needs to happen is we need to be wise and we, we do an election. People say, oh, no, he deceived me. No, he didn't. I have known for decades the nature and disposition of that man. He has a track record. And if anybody was willing yeah, to do it, Yeah, but if you've been looking at the wrong news your whole life, then you don't well, know the truth. Well, that's true. If you don't listen to the you truth know? and you're unwilling to and yeah. you're willfully ignorant, I mean, all of those yeah, things. But, that's right. But if you're, willing to, if you're willing to put a little skin in the game that says, oh, this eternal vigilance thing, yeah, we've got to do that. You can't be more interested in the playoff games or some college thing or some idiot buffoon sale that's going on or whatever that's distracting you. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I was in a, a setting, and I, I guess I won't go into much detail about it, 
but the conversation about the return of the Savior came up. And and you know what actually was said by some of the people in the group? They said, oh, no, 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 I, I don't want that to happen too soon. I've I've got some vacations I want to take before then. I want to go to Disneyland a few more times. What the heck? Are you telling me you would rather be at Disneyland uh, with, you know, now with everything you know more and more about Disneyland, but but you would rather be at Disneyland than be in the presence of the Savior? That is a sad scenario, folks. But that's the kind of mentality so many people have. Whether it's elections or anything else, they spend less time cultivating a deep and abiding relationship with a spouse and with the child. Uh, and I could give you some examples of some things that have happened lately with, uh, uh, for some reason, family relationships are being set aside, just absolutely blown to the waterline. They're destroyed, no bridges. And, and I say, wow, we're putting all our eggs in one basket. We're, and I said for the last two years, we've been worshiping at the altar of COVID. Our saviors have become false saviors of our own workings. You know, physicians and scientists and researchers and politicians and pharma companies. We've stopped looking to the true God of this land, Jesus Christ. And we have stopped worshiping him as our savior. And, and we've turned our hearts and minds safe and effective. Both big lies, some of the biggest lies that we've ever been told. And, and we've hung our hats on that. And maybe that's a segue to what you want to talk about because, honestly and truthfully, we have been lied to in the greatest degrees, not just about government issues, but about health issues. And I think that the chickens are coming home to roost. That's where I, I'm afraid there will be so much a price to pay for our unwillingness to seek by the power of the Spirit the understanding that's needful to be able to do everything we need to do, politically, economically, religiously, family-wise, and certainly medically. I forgot education. No, I can't forget that. Anyway. <laughs> Amen to anyway. that. And I would say this, Doctor, you're right. The, lo- the Lord may be slow to hear our cries, even if we do turn to Him and repent. However, that's still the proper course. That it, It'll it just take time for us to... Um, overcome or I, I don't know what you know to say to some degree pay for our our mistakes um that's just the way eternal principles work that's the way god works and you know we we can't worry about that part we just have to do what we need to do regardless and say hey i don't know how long it will take I, i'm not the lord so i don't know but i know that he makes his promises and i know he keeps them there's no question god is a god of uh honesty he cannot lie but by golly, we sure are pretty fond of that approach. And, and if, if we're unwilling to receive his counsel, sometimes it's, it get, it, the road's going to get bumpy, folks, because we have been, it's kind of like the day of, remember the, the judges in the Old Testament? Maybe you don't remember them, but you've read about them. How long was Israel unwilling to receive the guidance of God? How long well, they were in the wilderness for 40 years, but they weren't following God even before that. So I, I don't know well, the numbers. You, you look at 1 Kings <laughs> chapter 8 when uh, this this guy, uh, Samuel, the people went to their prophet and said, give us a king. And he said, no, you don't want a king. He'll do all these crappy things to you. They said, no, we want to be like all the other you know countries of the world. Give us a king. Anyway, Samuel couldn't talk him out of it. 
he took the matter to the Lord, and he says, Lord, they, they've, they've rejected me. And the Lord said, no, they haven't rejected you. They've rejected me. Give them a king. And all the things that happened afterwards were as prophesied by Samuel. And the, it, and the prophet never spoke against kings again. He didn't say, look, you dumb dodos, look what happened. I told you this was going to happen. Sadly, yada, I'm yada, a lesser yada. man. I probably would have. I would have said, I told you jokers this. Come on now. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> probably all of us would. But the fact of the matter is they got kings. That's what happened in America with our public education system. We had a system that worked. We turned to the humanist Marxist philosophies that have now become our educational foundation that are destroying this nation. And, and it's like we had a, a philosophy of liberty, freedom, economic prosperity, uh, st stability and predictability. All of these things were there under the Constitution. We've turned from it. And, and it, it is a gift that we've turned our back on. There's a, a handicapped fellow, I'll use that terminology, that I've known for probably 30 years. He's a great guy. He has more wisdom and understanding, I believe, than virtually everybody that sits in office now. And he's mentally deficient according to the ways of measuring that. But he, he sees things with, with a clarity that just common sense happen of a childlike mind. But we give him a gift every Christmas. And it's, there's a long story to it. But, but we give him a gift because he's all alone. He has no parents, no family, no nobody. And we try and get people together and... It's it's kind of a long story, but we give him gifts and, and tell him we appreciate him. He doesn't open them. He puts them under his Christmas tree. I've been to his home. He has his Christmas tree up all year long. He loves Christmas. But he doesn't open his gifts. And and I say, there's things there that you might like, you might use, that you might appreciate. But he likes the wrapped up gift. And there's an analogy here. I believe that we have gifts that we have not opened, that we haven't cherished, even though they've been given by a loving God. And, and in a way, we're like that handicapped fellow that we know and love, but it's a, it's a hard scenario if we don't open God's gifts. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. 
For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. We're talking to Dr. Scott Bradley, ladies and gentlemen. We've talked about a lot of things today. We're talking about God, family, and country. Sadly, we as a nation, and many times even individually, we are turning our backs on God-given great sacred gifts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oftentimes, we leave them unopened. We don't even open the gifts God gives us. And that's something really to think about uh, as we focus on the solution of to turn to him as the answer, as the way to go, go forward. Um, these gifts are available to us all, uh, but we seem to not even acknowledge that they were given, much less open them, doctor. You know, I mean, I know we've gone far afield from what your plan maybe was today, but but I, I, my personal opinion, and I think if people give it some consideration, they might come to the same conclusions I have. I believe that, that God is unequivocally a, a, a loving Father. His love is more perfect than anything we can possibly imagine, more perfect than any mortal father's ever been able to offer his children as much as deep as wide and as broad as his love may be but i think that sometimes uh, disappointment may not be a good word maybe maybe it's good i don't know but i i I suspect i fear that one of his great disappointments is in his uh, recognition that we rarely appreciate the gifts that are given we we don't express to him our gratitude i mean there was a, a time many, many years ago that I was challenged by someone that I felt was a great spiritual leader to, uh, uh, you know, spend a whole day in prayer and, and maybe do it every day. And I'm going, how, how could you do this? But his, his, uh, his thought was, no, if every hour you just turned your heart for a brief prayer to God, so you're doing it throughout the day, and, and your heart gets turned to God in a, uh, you know, just momentarily even when you, when you give pause and consideration for momentary prayer even throughout the day you don't have to be on your knees 24 7 all that kind of stuff but you could try it sometime it's you get sore knees but at any rate uh, and I thought I'd try it and I did and and I tried it for months even maybe a period of a few years uh, doing that And, and I must say that my initial uh f effort attempt was more of a gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, God, by the way, I need this. And uh, could you send that while you're at it? And I'm, I know I'm just being a little bit flippant about it. They were, they were something that was wrong. But over time, my heart, I believe, was softened to turn it to a situation where I recognized more completely than I had before. And I don't do it perfectly now by any means. 
but the gifts that are given. And my prayers became prayers of thanksgiving far more than the gimme, gimme, gimme prayers. And, and a recognition of a, I mean, a, a beautiful, majestic sky that, that God has given us to be our cathedral over our heads. This idea of, of the, the delicacy of a, of a, uh, a little flower, a blossom, uh, the beauty of a child's gaze, uh, a smile that a spouse gives you. I mean, these things are, are the world is filled with enabling and ennobling and, and uplifting things that I think far too often we fail to recognize as great gifts. What a wonderful thing it is to have a roof over your head or to be able to provide food for your child. You look at the Soviet-style economy that's that's being generated in the United States now, where shortages are, are the the standard now, and and how for so many centuries now we have been a, a people that has had abundance. Abundance is a great gift from God, and and the harvest that we have and the the uh, a magnificent privilege of providing for our family everything, everything we think about it, every breath we take, every morsel we partake of if you think about it, really is done at the grace of God. And, um, and I, I suspect that maybe God might be a little disappointed that we don't recognize his gifts. Kind of like, and I, I got to say, uh, at first with this friend of ours that's handicapped, I, I'm not going to say I was offended. I was just astonished maybe that he never would open the gift. And, and it's like, no, 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 this is, this is a gift of the heart. I, I, I want you to have, and he it, he lacks a lot, a sweatshirt, for example, for the cold winter. Uh, you know, he collected little uh, soap, uh, what do they call those little uh, cars, these little tiny model cars. Anyway, matchbook cars. He loved those things. And, and it's like, yeah, you'll like this. Try it. Open it. And I think God does that with us an awful lot of the time, and I suspect that sometimes, you know, my clumsy disappointment in this friend of ours is reflected at a deeper level when God says, well, wait a minute, I gave you, I gave your agency. I established a land of liberty, a, a land of freedom. I gave you an opportunity to become everything that's in your potential if you'll just take advantage of it. And you guys won't even open the president, present. I mean, holy cow. So anyway, I, I think we need to have a more, a more grateful heart. I think that's part of this coming to God, because once we recognize the gifts he's given us, we, re we recognize how universally we're blessed, and, and quit focusing on all the yo-ain't-it-awfuls that, that every single major news source, every media source, every politician, every, I mean, you, you can't do anything in this world anymore without stumbling over the yo-ain't-it-awful. I mean, the fear, the doubt that they've been sowing in our lives. Holy cow. When we look at what we've been given and, and the sources of solutions to this. I mean, this, the, the solution is not found in a pharma company or in worshiping at an altar that's, that's falsely created. We have a God to worship. <laughs> and it's not, uh, well, a lot of people would say Satan's the God of the land now. And. We need to get that one out of the program as soon as we can. <laughs> and, Amen and to that, back. ladies and gentlemen. Look, <clears throat> here's the question. What media do you pay attention to? 
Do you support Honest Media? Why do we at Liberty Roundtable Live use certain mainstream news? Do you intentionally seek out inspirational people? Do you seek out uplifting people, places, and things? It's about God, family, and country. Sadly, we as a nation, and many times individually, ladies and gentlemen, we are turning our backs on God and his sacred gifts to us. To please remember to open them. This is kind of the takeaway from today's show, and it's different than most. And you know what? We were going to talk about this vaccine story, which is huge, by the way, and we'll mention it just a little bit in relation to. Yes, yeah, Researcher says we've made a big mistake <laughs> on these vaccinations, Dr. Bradley. And basically the assumption that vaccine developers had was that when you in- inject somebody in the shoulder, the mRNA, the spike protein, stays in the shoulder. Now they find out that it goes through every single organ in the body. All right. And this spike Sam, protein is widely distributed. It turns out to be a bioweapon and destroys everything in your body. Once in your blood circulation stream, all right, it affects your blood-brain barrier. It affects women in nursing. It affects every organ in your body, including ovaries for women. And they are shocked at how bad it is. And it basically, the spike protein is a bioweapon is the takeaway. Uh, and the synthetic is worse than the, quote, original from the virus. So both of them are a bioweapon, but the synthetic is even worse. And that's the big takeaway from this um, new study that just got released and focused on by uh, Dr. Joseph Mercola and, and several other doctors. You know, Sam, I mean, how absurd was that assumption? I mean, uh, as, a, as a little boy, I used to catch snakes with my dog. I'd get my dog to keep attention on the snake, and while I was watching the dog, I'd grab it from behind at, at the head and neck junction. And one time I was not quick enough or the snake was a little bit smarter than I was or whatever, I got snagged on the hand. And um, I'm telling you, my lips went numb. I got bit on the hand and it went through my body. How absurd that these researchers did not know that it would circulate through the rest of the body. Okay, I mean, I get it, it, it and I think that a few of them didn't know, and those are the ones that are coming clean. I think the rest of them absolutely knew, and that's why absolutely. they're silently. And and this this what they're doing now, and the and the safety and efficacy, you could never ever say that with honesty. They tested it for a few days. There's nothing in the long term ill effects. All of the things that that are out there. The, the reports of vast spikes in death um, claims on insurance companies, 40% increase uh, in working age adults that has happened since they started putting this uh, bioweapon in our arms. Uh, I mean, not in mine, not in yours. I mean, uh, don't be a fool, people. But the fact of the matter is that people took at face value the advertising of these pharma companies, and the news media reported it as scientific. Institutions embraced it and became supportive of it, and in fact, insistent. I, I had a, a presentation I made the other night, and an individual was a, was a commercial pilot that came up to me. He lost his job because he would not take the jab. And, and, uh, and uh, are you people watching the pilots that are having medical events Dramatic medical events. I mean, the American Airlines pilot guy that landed at Dulles. No, not at Dulles. It was Dallas-Fort Worth. 
and he pat taxied the plane to the to the gate. As soon as he got there, he had a full arrest. They had to paddle him three times, you know, the big shockers, just to get his heart going. This guy will never be a pilot again. He absolutely attributes it to being forced to take the jab. People, we don't know the downside of this, and it will only be saved by God because so so many people took it without doing their research, without doing any thinking, without seeking the power of the Spirit in their decision, and, and they took what they were told at face value, just like we do as fools when we're told at a news conference, this and that and the other. It's spin, people. We've got to start having a discerning spirit or else we're going to be destroyed. It is, and yes, we have made a big mistake. And, uh, and, and we're not done with it yet. I think we're just warming up. I mean, there'll be a vaccine every few months because they know now that what they do, if there was any value at all, it diminishes in days. To but ladies and nothing. gentlemen, this spike protein literally coats. It says once in your blood circulation, this spike protein bioweapon binds to platelet receptors in the lining of your cells. It affects every single organ in your body. This is being expelled through breast milk. When you breastfeed your child, ladies and gentlemen, let's be very clear. You're giving your child the spike protein, which could result in bleeding and blood clots in your child. Okay, this is, this is, it's a bioweapon, and they, everything they said it wouldn't do that we claimed that it would do, it does. We'll keep you posted more as the broadcasts unfold. But the solutions, ladies and gentlemen, are to turn to God and family if you want to protect your country. There are no other solutions. Look for uplifting things in your life. Find ways to be cheerful. Turn to the Savior, Jesus Christ. His great atonement is sufficient for us all. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Dr. Scott Bradley with us. FreedomsRisingSun.com, his website. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Radionradio.com. Spread the word, share the love. And for Sam and Dr. Bradley, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.